Chad Prather rose to internet fandom as the man who's unapologetically Southern. Keith Oaks is a published author who failed his way to success. Together, they tackle today's headlines in a way only a Southern Spitfire and a millennial mogul can. Take off your sport coat, grab a beer, and enjoy the conversation. This is Second Shot with Chad Prather and Heath Oaks. You ever just open up your email application on your phone and just roll your eyes because you got so many doggone emails? That is my life on an everyday basis. You know the only thing worse is if there were no emails. That is very true. <laughs> because because having means the emails broke. means money right yeah, there. Yeah, that means you're broke. Uh, but, you gotta, but just having to respond to them is so crazy. Hey, everybody, welcome to another episode of Second Shot. Chad Prather, I'm sitting here with my buddy Heath Oaks and... Producer Zach is in here. We're missing Kristen because she, well, she had a baby, and I think that's a pretty good excuse for missing work. And we were just talking about it. Honestly, Kristen has the most beautiful little baby. Hands like down. I saw that little baby. I'm like, wow, way to set the bar high. My baby's coming yeah. in a couple weeks. I'm like, man, that's like pressure because that little boy is the cutest little boy. That's I true. had I had pretty babies, but five kids, I would trade one of mine for hers. Because, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's just a beautiful, beautiful baby. But we, we Kristen's a beautiful person, so we, we knew that uh, her husband husband's a good-looking fella, and, and we just knew they were going to have a pretty baby. Um, you know, you want me to tell you something funny, Zach? Yeah. First time this week, I actually got to watch Chad in in action. I really? got to go to, I went to a show, one of his yeah. comedy shows. Yeah, you were doing those in town this week. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. right. First time I got to see it, and, and I'm going to tell you, that he's good. He's good. <laughs> I yeah. like, it was, I, I'm a comedy guy. I like comedy. Like, yeah. I've gone to a lot of, my wife and I have gone to many comedy clubs sure. together. We, we have a good time with it, and, and I was telling him, he's much more, and obviously, this is why he everybody follows him and, and why it is. But he's like not like the comedian that tells just tells the jokes. Like it's a story. He's right. he's like a a phenomenal storyteller that puts humor into it. It mm-hmm. was great. Yeah. I recommend everybody needs to go. Okay. I am I am amazing. And uh, if you want to come to a show sometime, check me out. Watchchad.com. You'll find a show. We're we're trying to expand that. We're going to see what the second half of the year looks like because it's going to get pretty busy. I can yeah. tell you that. You got a lot going on. Well, uh, we're this is this is we're time stamping this a little bit, but this is the 28th day of April. I've done 26 events slash gigs in this month, so that ought to tell nuts. you how yeah, it's been crazy. Yeah. So I'm picking, I think you ought to go to work sometime. I know, right? I'm going on vacation <laughs> next week. The end of next week, we're leaving for a week. So this is uh, this. Are is you going to actually put the phone down? I know that's what I. That's uh, what it's not going to happen. I'm it won't happen. Try. I'm going to try. I I'll check it every day, but for me, I've got to take the social media stuff and basically I will pre-plan what I'm going to. post post and schedule the post while I'm gone because my fans need me. Yeah. And that's just how it is. And I don't want to leave them wanting. Speaking of fans and needing, <laughs> kind of the first headline is going to be a more general because the NFL draft is this week. Yes. Yeah. And there's so much going on with the draft and so much that surrounds it from phenomenal hope stories of kids that come from nothing that the world was against them that they made every bad choice known to man and got one little second shot. No yeah, pun intended. Um, and have made it there and to to teams that have different draft strategies that some have worked over the years. I mean, there's there's <clears throat> millions of stories that go around yeah. the draft and the hype with it, and and it's just such a neat thing. Like imagining if you got that phone call yeah. that you going from eating at school cafeterias to yeah. a sign-on <clears throat> bonus of ten million dollars. Yeah. Like mm. like. And then they, everybody wants to hold these kids accountable when they act a little stupid. Who's not going to act stupid when you <laughs> I, give them 10? I would, I would go 
Listen, if I go from eating in a cafeteria to getting $10 million, I'm yeah. probably going to act a little stupid. I'd act stupid for far less money. <laughs> Absolutely. Less money. I've done it for free less. many times in my life. I've yes. done it for free. Uh, I love watching the draft because it is. It's that life-changing experience. And it's always funny to me the way the draft strategies, like the New England Patriots, they just draft a guy that you know knows how to make sandwiches at Subway, and in five years he'll be the NFL MVP. Yep. Um, they just know how to develop talent. I mean, they pick these nobodies and – and uh, I, I, it's just fascinating to me to see the strategies that go into that whole deal when you're th- thinking about building your team, you know, putting the talent in the right spots and in the right places. And you have to deal with that all the time with your business. Yep. I mean, you've got – we were just uh, – before we came on, we were talking about a guy who came into your office, and, and uh, I'm probably jumping the gun with this conversation, but he was a guy that you, t- by appearances you might not have thought there was anything there, really. Uh, hey, look, he was a little heat. He was a little redneck kid. A little redneck. He from, reminded and, and you of you. He did. And and he reached out and said, hey, I'll drive wherever if I can just meet you to get your, yeah. my book signed. He'd come and sit down and, and was doing a job. <laughs> I met him up, sent him up with my, my team there in Fort Worth. And yeah. uh, the guy called me and said he already signed up. Every, I mean, my, my office manager over there called and said, he done signed up everything, learned everything he needed to know, and he was yeah. ready to go and wanted to make it happen. I'm like, you know, that's the thing is you never know. You can't teach somebody's internal hunger yeah. for something more. So you drafted, you draft in, a, in all intents and purposes, you drafted this kid uh, yep. to be on the team. And you, but by looking at him, you would have thought, because ah, he came to my show last night. He introduced himself, and I was like, you know, here's this little nerdy redneck kid. Yep. And he's young, but who knows? He might make a million dollars. I, I, he's, he's always the one that does. Yeah. Always, without a doubt. Go get her. He is the one that most people always Yeah look the other way on when he's the type though if he has one person believe in him enough that kid's going to take this opportunity and run with it like no other you can teach everything else you can't teach the hunger doing what you do is difficult though taking taking raw potential and developing it the way you do in the people that work for you that is a tough job Mm. now you come i don't think you think it's tough because you do it pretty naturally don't Mm. you I don't think it's tough at all. I, I think it's harder to take somebody who has a lot of talent. Yeah. Yeah. It's harder to manage manage that type of, 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 yeah. of talent than it is to take somebody. Um, but you're right. Most people run yeah. from it. Most people want somebody that's just a package ready to go. Yeah. Um, and you know, I, I like the I like taking the bets on the long shot. I, I like yeah. to I like to say, you know, I always say I can clean you up. I can teach you insurance, but I can't teach you hunger. Yeah. I call those people fatsos. They're faithful available, teachable, they got a servant spirit, and they got an obedient heart. And, and what I mean with all that stuff is you can just mold them. Yep. You know, you can mold them. They don't come in there with all the answers, knowing everything. And if you got some fatsos, you can change the world. They just know they want more. Yeah. They want more, and they're going to do whatever it takes if we will show them and develop yeah. them the way. But most of the time, people don't take the time to develop them. When you look at yeah. the New England Patriots and a Green Bay Packers type of team, right. you know, they, they never make the big splash like – massive uh free agency like trade all my picks away for one person what do they do they constantly trade back they constantly give their big picks up for more in the later rounds because they believe i can find a ton of value in the late (laughs) rounds because i can find the ones that people are passing up on because there's that one thing inside that the others aren't seeing and that's the difference with those general managers versus the other ones that go i want the flashiness which I'm not going to say those are always wrong, but, I mean, you yeah. look at a Green Bay Packers and the New England Patriots, they constantly win, yeah. and they constantly have people come out of nowhere. I mean, Green Bay Packers went to the NFC Championship 
with a wide with their four string wide receiver as right. their running back because they didn't have any. Yeah. You don't do that no. if you're not developing talent. Mm. Yeah. And they're masters at it. Yeah. They're masters at and it. And I mean, the Cleveland guys, Browns is exact opposite. <laughs> it, they unfortunately are. And I'm just fortunate that my buddy, my boy, uh, I call him my buddy. Uh, I wish he was. My boy Deshaun Watson from Clemson, the quarterback from Clemson, is going to the Houston Texans. Such a good position for and him. It's going to be great. I mean, this guy, he's potentially going to be one of the best NFL quarterbacks ever. I mean, he's got a good head on his shoulders. He's got a lot of talent. And I, that's a great spot. And he's coming to Texas. What do you, What would you look for in, in talent? Like, what is it like if, if you were going to be bringing somebody on your team thing, what what, are, what would be the things you would want to look for? Like, are, what is uh, it that gets you? I go back to the fatso thing, but I also say, are you willing to become part of the program? Are you willing to say, Okay, I'm. I'm. You know, are, you know. I'm a Georgia guy. So, are you willing to bleed red and black? Are, are you? You know, if you're coming on the team, are you ready to do what it takes to be? Uh, there's a word I'm looking for, and I can't think of it. But you're being, you know, pulled into the. Chad I know. Prather, I know. A loss I, of at words. A loss for words. My God, that? the world is coming to. Right, the, the date time. down. Right, the date down. You know, it kind of wrapping this up is. I, I would take a couple of things away from this. Yeah. If you are somebody that is. Um, Looking for something more, you have to be willing to put yourself out there and go after it. Mm-hmm. Um, and you also, if you're building your business or if you, you're needing to get people around you yeah. to build whatever it is you're doing, <clears throat> don't what you think quality is in your head may not just be what an appearance. Right. Of, look for something else. Yeah. Look, you can't be scared to develop people. Or you'll become these one-hit wonder type thing. Yeah. Look at the people that you can develop and develop them. Focus time on developing them. Yeah. You can't just throw them out there and say, figure it out. you got to work with them. Yeah. Right. Well, i got to go check some emails, so we're going to take a break. We'll see you on the second segment. Uh, second shot. We'll be right back. He likes cowboy hats and boots. And he's a suit and tie kind of guy. Chad Prather and Heath Oaks host more of Second Shot coming up on RNCN. Hey everybody, it's Chad here. And if you know anything about me, you know that I read a lot of books, at least three to four a week. And there's one that I've read several times. It's by my buddy, Heath Oaks. It's called Ignorance on Fire, Failing Your Way to Success. If you want to have your life changed in your business, in your relationships, in the way you look at the world of success, you need to pick up Ignorance on Fire. Go to Amazon.com, buy the book, leave a review. I promise you, you're going to love it. Go get it today. Ignorance on Fire by Heath Oaks, Failing Your Way to Success. Ready, aim, fire. Second Shot is back for another round on the Real News Communications Network. I hear Kristen's voice as we come back from the break. It just makes us miss her. I know, and I'm sitting in her seat. Yeah. I'm not near as pretty. It's weird. It almost throws my fang shui off. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even know what that means. (laughs) I don't have a clue. It's one of those special words. I don't have a clue. One of those special Chad Prather words. Yeah. So, you know, it's been, uh, we're heading into the weekend here. And do you got big plans for the weekend? An extreme amount of big plans. Baby things. You have no fun things to do though, Birthday party, (laughs) babies thing, eight hour like birthing class thing or something other. I mean, lots of Tito's. Yeah, Tito's. you need to sneak a <laughs> flask into that, dude. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I, I, we won't let Jenny hear that that's not a fun thing. Of course, it's a fun thing. <laughs> a I'm thing. so looking forward but to doing it, hon. But it's really not. I got, I got. You, speaking of kids, you, you gave me a headline a little while ago. Let's talk about that I, one. I got a good one here because I'm actually I'm very interested in getting some um, uh, great Chad Prather knowledge here since I've got my first kid on the way. But 
The headline says, Mom lets daughter's school know her 10-year-old is done with homework. She basically sends an email to all the teachers letting them know that I'm done. My kids aren't doing it. There's too much. Y'all keep piling too much homework. There's got to be time for a kid to be a kid. There's got to be time for some family time. And I've seen nothing but my daughter getting more and more stressed over these two, three hours worth of homework after school, eight hours a day. And I'm done. And just letting y'all know, she's not going to do any more homework and send it out to her. Boom. Boom. Dropped the mic, walked away, said that's how it's going to be. Huh. You know, sometimes it's sometimes the parents just got to do that. I mean, they say, you know what? Uh, let me remind you, this is my kid. This is my kid. <laughs> and when you were talking about that, the first thing that that came through my mind was that overall disgust, fear, and hate that the idea of homework brings up in me in terms of memories. <laughs> I did not like busy work. Do you know why homework brings no disgust up to me? Because mm. I never did. <laughs> just it. didn't do it. I just didn't, you just do, didn't it. do it. Yeah. I when I was in high school, my when I was in high school, I had a teacher that used to call me Mr. 85 because I was okay to do it, but when I had to pull it out, I knew, I mean, I just go in there and ace stuff, but I just didn't care because I didn't want to study. Yep. I didn't want to try. Then when I hit college, I kind of upped my game because then it started mattering, but um, you know, I what do you do? I mean, because for me, but I that's going to be that, my question to you. Yeah. Is you're, you're, you're the one who's got five kids. Yeah. I got one coming. Mm-hmm. When do you, you know, we talk about a lot in my book, right. Failure, Way to Success, right? So yep. when do you step in for your kids? So you, yeah. And then where's the line of being the annoying parent in the stands that yeah. wants to tell the coach how they should coach everything with it and yeah. hollering, screaming at their kid at T-ball or – or sending the email to, to all the teachers. Where Where is that line? Yeah. Do you know where it is? How do you let your kids fail some, or do you not? I mean, you tell me. Well, I think you got to be an advocate for your kids. You really do, and you got to watch them. I, you know, first of all, it's okay for your kids to be challenged. It's okay for your kids to be uh, stretched a little bit, and that's good for them because it makes them grow. It makes them learn. Uh, there's, no, there's no process of learning that is comfortable or fun. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's just be honest about that. Uh, if you've never really truly learned anything meaningful that was that came at a happy time, it's always stretched you. That's when the true life lessons come. So it's okay to have your kids do that. But whenever the school system or, or anybody else that has some authority over your kids begins to overstep their bounds to the point where it is detrimental to them, yeah, that's when you step in. And only you can know that because you see the the emotional well-being and the, and the mental state of your kid, and, and you want to make sure that psychologically they were, they're remaining healthy. You don't want them stretched so much they break over the thing. And three hours of, of homework for a kid when you need to be spending time with your kid, you know. It, After you've been in school eight hours? Yeah, I mean, you've got to step in on that thing. Uh, you know, sometimes I'll, I'll talk to the kids and I'll say, what would you do at school today? Nothing. What do you mean you did nothing? <laughs> you know? I mean, come on. I, and I will break it down. I'll ask them, you know, what's going on? How's it going? And. And, uh, of course, my kids are funny because they make school look so easy, Yeah, you know. And I guess to a degree I did, too. So I, I don't really see the stress point, and in, in they're in really, really good schools. But you got to be – you know, I got a funny story, though, from a few years ago when I, I took one of the kids to school. And then my kids are never late, but this particular day he was like five minutes late, so they'd shut the doors. I had to go into the office and check him in. And, you know, everybody in the office is looking at you, judging you. And, you yeah, know, yeah. how dare you bring them in late? You're <laughs> right. a horrible human. Yeah. And I was like, it's my kid. And it's not like y'all want them that bad. At 3 o'clock, y'all are ready to shove them I'll out the door. I'll pay my taxes for this here. <laughs> you know, you want them, keep them all weekend. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's it. but you don't want them that bad. And so don't act, don't act all judgmental towards me. So I, but you know, it's funny, but 
uh, I'm still their parent. I'm still I'm the one who sat through the freaking eight hours of birth class with them, and I'm the one who got up with them in the middle of the night. I'm the one who wiped their butts, and 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 now I'm delivering them to you as a caretaker for their education and their mental growth. Uh, not to not to judge me on how I parent. So I. I am all for being a, an advocate for the kids. Um, you know, the, the, um, and, but then there's sometimes where you want them to have to deal with, right? I mean, yeah. and, and I know I want to fully say I'm speaking in pure theory yeah. because I don't have my child yet. Yeah. And I can fully imagine that when that little girl comes out and she says, Daddy, I can almost bet I'm going to do your what? entire world is going to change in a matter of two weeks. I'm and I promise you, you will. You will experience an emotion that you did not know was possible on this planet. I mean, I, it's coming. I'll be the first one. I'm I'm the biggest crybaby on the face yep. of the earth. My sister-in-law sent me this this song this morning <laughs> that was about Dan and Shay that took pray yeah. for you. Like it's about them seeing an unborn child. So I was crying like a baby. Oh, I know. Bro, I mean, listen, I, I am. I, I can't help it. That's that's who I am. And I'm. I don't. I don't care what anybody says about it. it doesn't you bother know, me I at was, all. So I was I was on the road all this past weekend, and I flew in and got into my truck there at the airport, and I was driving, and I was missing my kids, and like one after another, these songs that these old songs that reminded me of times that yeah. I spent with my kids came on and I was just titty babying. And mm. I, it was, it was, it was just tough because, you know, uh, my kids are they're getting older, yep. you know, and I, I want them. Like I had a dream. This is so horrible. I had a dream a couple of weeks ago where, uh, my oldest daughter, she's 19 now. And, uh, I, I had a dream that she and I were playing in the pool, but she was only like, I don't know, three yeah you know three years old and i can just remember like yeah, yeah. when they oh my god dude i woke up crying like a baby <laughs> man i was like oh my gosh you know because i just i miss those days i miss i'm proud of them where they are now but uh and you know they get to a point where they don't need you that much anymore yeah. that's the thing well now you know and and my thing is is I, I, I'm, a, I'm speaking in pure theory but the fact of the matter is my kid's not gonna be a part of any participation yeah. trophy yeah top world amen i don't believe in that you know, my I, I got I got my butt whipped when I won as a kid yeah. in something, and I got my butt whipped when I lost. You know why? Because when I won, I was a horrible <laughs> winner, and when I lost, I was a horrible loser. And my dad corrected <laughs> me to teach me both ways. All right. You win, be yeah. proud of it, but yeah. you don't go you you're not you don't go brag you don't you don't act that way that you just did, son. Yeah. And when you lose, suck it up. You lost, they were better. Right. You know the life lessons you learn yeah. as a kid by getting kicked down by being beat down. That's so where like, you learn. Like like that mm. that that type of of not letting your kid hit because, you know, I hate to tell you, life is not fair. Right. So you can't shelter your kid from it forever. Mm-hmm. Life isn't fair, but thank God it's not fair. Yeah. If life was fair, none of us would have second shots, we, we second have. chances at anything. Yeah. None of us would get that those other little separate ch- times that when we make our mistakes that we can't come back from it. So, you know, trying to find that line of letting your kid yeah. get hurt, yeah. being there to pick them up, Mm-hmm. and not that's tough that's going to be a yeah. tough line and it stresses me out every day thinking about it well without it they, would, they wouldn't build any character let me qualify what i said a minute ago um i don't care how old they get they always do need you yeah they just don't act like they do oh yeah, yeah, yeah anymore yeah. you know so yeah um till they need a little money life ain't fair folks yeah <laughs> be so, thankful for it oh gosh I love them. I love these kids, man. Take care of your kids. Look out for them. Be an advocate for them. Speak up for them because a lot of times they don't have the same voice and authority you do. So you're going to be a good dad, Heath Oaks. Well, we'll see. You're going to be a good dad. (laughs) All right, guys, we're going to come back. We're going to take a quick break. Join us on the third segment of Second Shot.
Now that's what I call ignorance on fire. More of Second Shot with Chad and Heath still to come. To all of my friends in the great state of Texas, if you would like to cut your power bill in half tomorrow, go to energyogre.com, put in the promo code WATCHCHAD. I will tell you that I have saved over 65% on my first year using energyogre.com. They do all the work for you, and they save you money at the same time, so you never have to worry about it again. Again, go to energyogre.com, promo code WATCHCHAD, and save some money. Kick off your boots or suit up. The choice is yours. Welcome back to Second Shot with Chad and Heath on RNCM. Hey, everybody. What do you know? What do you know? Already to the third segment. We sure appreciate everybody that's listening in. I always like getting the numbers when uh, Zach sends us the email every week and says, this is where people are listening across the country. And it's kind of fascinating when we see where people are listening. Yeah. So, and, and remember, guys, you know, if you like it, share it with somebody. That's that's what we ask. Just just share it with somebody that you know. Post on your Facebook, your Twitter, and say, hey, check out this podcast if you get anything from this. And yeah. and bear with us as we're learning. We're trying to get better at this thing. We're not we're not but like 15, 16 episodes in maybe. <laughs> right. I mean, so we're, we're, we're getting better at it. But uh, share it. Leave a rating and review wherever you listen to it, Ed. And yeah. email us at secondshotcast at gmail.com for any type of questions you got. And I think Zach said we had one this week. What? Yeah. Believe it or not, somebody did Somebody email emailed us? us? Yeah. Holy uh, crap. Colby, uh, I'm a little wary of saying his last name, but I might be able to edit it. Try it. Uh, Colby Morris emailed us. He said, so for those of us who listen regularly, it's like someone who watches a show regularly. We can feel like we're getting to know you, but we are because we hear your thoughts and feelings on issues. So not to sound like a psycho, do you often get requests from people to meet for lunch, dinners, etc.? Every day. <laughs> um, I get I get people that want to buy me a beer, want to meet for dinner, want to you know, hey, I'm going to be at your show, want to come over to the house, we'll barbecue before, and uh, it's a nice sentiment. Of course, it is. it's a nice sentiment, yeah. very much appreciated. Yeah, and and I, and I know it seems rude to turn people down, um, but you know, a lot of times if I'm doing a show or something like that, there's so much pre work, you know, throughout the day to get ready to do all those things. I'm never able to do those things. Mm. Now after the show. <laughs> Let's go have a cocktail, man. Sure. You know? Well, and it, is, it it is. It's one of those that you want to, trying to find that balance of, yeah. of being able to kind of do both. But yet, you know, especially particularly for me right now in my life is I've got an extreme amount of work on my plate on, on all arenas. And I've yeah. got a baby girl coming and all these things that I, you know, finding time to do anything outside of yeah. business, family, and, you know. Friends, like close friends, like it's it's hard to find that. Well, for me, it, traveling as much as I do, when I'm home, I really want to spend time with my wife. Yeah, I, you know, I want to. I want to be at home. I want to. I want to. You know, stand around the house naked and uh, do my thing. <laughs> Man, don't ask if what only my I thing. Don't that ask from what my, my images, thing is. The images I, are just struggles. You, you can't tell it yet. You can't tell it yet. But in the last few weeks, I've lost thirteen pounds. Have you really? I've lost thirteen pounds. Way so I'm go. working. I'm working Slim on fast. probably another. No, um, um, sparkling ice. Uh, some some guy sold me some weird stuff in a back alley, and I, it's just I don't know. It's uh, well, I could go I so many ways just, with that chat. Just, <laughs> <laughs> he sold you some real good. meal replacement. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh yeah. So Colby, if you want to meet, um, I know a back alley somewhere, <laughs> yeah. and um, <laughs> yeah, that can get bad yeah. real fast. Real bad. Um, <laughs> sorry, sorry, Grandma. Um, <laughs> But yeah, we it's it's fun. I it's good having fans and I I think one of the things, one of the biggest compliments that I get and I know we do through the podcast, but my social media stuff is people say, 
you seem like a genuine person. Yeah. I'm not, but I'm glad that I'm able to uh, <laughs> sell that as effectively well, as I do. Well, and it's, it, they feel like you know, you know, it's kind of like my wife is phenomenal at, at what she does as a news anchor and stuff. And yeah. one of the biggest things she gets on a regular basis is, you know, we, you know, she does the morning news. So you, if you're watching eating breakfast, doing all that, you know, the whole, a really good newscaster, yeah. somebody that you feel like you know them, they're part of your, yeah. your life. And, and, and you're 100% correct. The best type of it compliment is yeah. that you know we feel like we know you it's cool like it's like you're yeah we you're know you fam yeah right. yeah yeah no we appreciate the email though maybe we'll go to lunch one day with colby yeah wouldn't be so bad where's Who colby knows? at where does he live you know honestly i didn't get that he out of his say. email well, didn't tell me hard, but, uh, hard to plan hard to plan around that colby i yeah. gotta i gotta bring, oh wait hey did you see my look socks? at your socks oh wait, wait you gotta, Whoa, you gotta look, exactly. hold on look at look my at, socks look at uh here what does it can I when say he, it on the yeah, air? I'm gonna say it. All right, well, go I'm gonna ahead, say please. it. I'm an adult. It says uh, this meeting is bullshit. That's on my socks. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I wore the I wore them to my own meeting. That is fantastic. I wore it to my own meeting. How often do you have uh, staff meetings and? We haven't. We just got done with our big summit in Windstar, Oklahoma. Rented. Uh, we got up there and had a meeting all day with our leadership our buddy, team. Yeah, when Craig and, came into town, yep. he, he sent me a text message. Yep, and uh, then we had. Uh, to gave it paid for everybody a spa day. Oh wow, uh, nice. We played golf. Right and, on, kid. And all that good stuff. I like to make sure yeah. uh, I take care of my people. Yeah, definitely. I like it. I like. I'm to not make, a big meeting person. I don't yeah. like. I like most people like do all I'm days. I, I got about five hours. I put stuff together because yeah. If if it's gonna be material, it's gonna be material needs to get over and doesn't take more than five hours. Mm. Yeah. I'm, I'm too ADD you. for my own meeting. I don't. <laughs> I don't like meetings. I don't like meetings. I I had a boss. One of my, one of my favorite people of all time she was just a really good boss that i had uh but i had to learn her style but she was yeah. a meeting person she always wanted to meet and i was like oh my gosh you know it was a, I, I used to get on to her all the time i was like we we're meeting too much you know we're <laughs> yeah. talking about working rather than working yeah and uh especially for salespeople, which we were i i was like we're not being very productive on this stuff i gotta um, give I, I i gotta give um i need to give every one of our listeners mm-hmm one really good piece of advice that's been burning me alive. Come on with it. We got. All right. So here's something very simple. No matter what you do, how you do it in your in your business or wherever you work, let me give you one best thing to do. <clears throat> do what you say you are going to do. Mm-hmm. There's nothing worse than under prom- than than over promising and under delivering. Mm-hmm. I am building a home. And all this stuff right now, and if I have one more person tell me, yeah. oh, I'll have it done by now, and it's not even close to being done, yeah. I may go AWOL. Yeah. I mean, I literally may lose my living mind yeah. if I have one more person say, oh, it'll be done by Friday. Not even giving you a heads up on Friday that it ain't right. done till you email and ask or go, oh, I'll get back with you tomorrow. You don't hear anything. I'm like, uh, oh, you're, it'll be ready by Tuesday. And it, what in the world, like, you have to know that if that's your business, that if there's possible craters that come up, why don't you just say it's not going to be ready until the next Friday (laughs) and look, deliver it to me on Wednesday, you know, because here's the thing. If I ask you, if you, if I say, hey, you're going to have this thing done. Yeah. I would, it's much easier for me to swallow. If you tell me it's going to be done two weeks later than it really should be. Right. Okay. It may upset me a little bit, but it's not going to be nothing near. Yeah. You tell me Friday, and it ain't done. And then people don't even give anybody a heads up that they're not going to have it done. It just wait and see, well, will you check or not? <laughs> I'm telling you, construction people and everything is by far the worst. <laughs> by far the worst. the worst. Just do what you say uh, you are going to do. Set, you know, 
if you're going to tell somebody you can have something done, <laughs> you better make sure that's worst case scenario day. Yeah. Zach, can you feel the passion? Oh my gosh, you're you're fired up about I'm this. I'm furious. Yeah, this I can is tell. Like, I can promise you, and I'm his, holding it his back. His face is yeah. red. Because yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't know if I want to jump on this grenade. This, here. this is uh, you know, my thing is this: over, under promise, <laughs> over deliver. It's very simple. Sure. Yeah. Tell somebody, give them bad news mm-hmm. up front that it's going to be a lot worse. Yeah. And then if you show up a couple days early with it, I promise you, it's going to be a world of difference. But stop lying yeah. to yeah. yourself. Exactly. Tell somebody. It ain't going to be done. Yeah. Don't try to feed them up like it's going to be when you know it's hopes and prayers because yeah. you got me about ready to go AWOL over one more person telling me that. I'm ready to get that new house built for you too, man. That's a that's going to be a cool place. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, I, I can I can promise you this. <laughs> if they tell me it's going to be ready next month, it, I bet you I'll, I'll be betting man by December <laughs> because I can't get a single person to tell me one thing. that they're well. gonna, The day, if when the day comes that somebody says they're going to have something done by a day and it's done, yeah. I may throw an all-out party that's dallas texas for you man it's a I'm busy gonna, spot the day that that happens we're throwing a big fiesta i'm for talking sure. about we're gonna party like no other if somebody just says they're gonna drop nails off on time and they do it we're gonna throw a big party because <laughs> by god none of it can be done that a boy that a boy do what you say you're gonna do yeah all right simple i, I can easy. feel it I and mean, actually i'm feeling a little conviction right now because i've got to go do a voiceover for somebody that uh i have totally forgotten that oh. i needed to do it Actually, can I do that in this studio? Can you record a voiceover? I uh, honestly, yeah, totally. Yeah, all right, I'm I gonna see that. if I've got yeah. the script. I'm gonna I'm gonna do it for him right now. Sure. As soon as we get out of so here. So you didn't forget? I no, he well he reminded me. <laughs> yeah. He reminded me. Oh, I've had to remind but, some people but lately I get, some I things. Get, I get a ton of, of uh, requests, and I, I this one I I apologize to him. I said honestly, I quite honestly I forgot. Oh, if you're an engineer, come to Dallas, Texas, and start an engineering company because they're all way too busy to do anything <laughs> with anybody. Yeah. They won't return calls, emails, or anything. Yeah. I will tell you, if you're an engineer and you don't live in Texas, move to Dallas. They need a lot because none of these engineers will do what they say they're going to do and will work. So and just the, a tidbit. The growth ain't going to stop, just like the listeners <laughs> on this podcast. Y'all are going to keep on growing, keep on growing. So uh, where do we get in touch with Mr. Heath Oaks? Look me up, Ignorance on Fire, at Heath Oaks on Twitter, Instagram, um, Facebook, at Ignorance on Fire, all the good stuff, man. We love you guys. Yep. Find me on the website at watchchad.com. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode of Second Shot. We'll see you again next week. For Heath Oaks, I'm Chad Prather. See you next time.